listening to the Past the Forecast podcast from Wayne 15. Hey there, I'm Adam Solarzik. And I'm Joe Struess. And we're a meteorologist at Wayne 15 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And this is yet another new episode of the Past the Forecast podcast. P to the T to the F podcast. Let's go. You've been in a rapping mood recently. It's You'll be like walking around and as much as it's just trying rhyming. to creatively rhyme. Well, with a yeah. Little beat. I, I, sorry, I was <laughs> rapping was is too sophisticated for what you were doing. Rapping's a compliment. Yes, that's that's real music. Y- you were literally just rhyming words earlier today in the newsroom, and even all the way back to last week, you were rhyming. It's been a thing. I just like, I'll see things. somebody in the newsroom and I'll be like, "My name is Ted." I wish I could go back to bed, but uh, instead I just read an email that said that I can't go back to bed. Yeah, like that's what it's been. <laughs> Those like. are some so hot bars, right so there. So to call that rapping is an like absolute insult. Yes, yes, <laughs> I mean, it that is. is. That is that is uh, that. Th- this is trying to creatively rhyme and entertain myself. Uh, during the day, and it has resulted in people closing their doors because oh, our great they digital, don't want to hear you. Our great digital director Joseph Carroll, I got a door closed. One at a bay the other day. I don't know who it was. Door got closed a little vigorously, I might add. Are you taking that as an insult or a compliment to the fact that they can't handle your rhyming skills or that they don't want to hear them? Well, here's the thing. I mean, everyone has something <laughs> that kind of makes them close the at a bay door. For me, there's plenty of loud people who are in the newsroom on a daily basis uh, who like to to talk and be funny and laugh and do that constantly as a work environment. And to me, when I have work to do, I close the at-a-bay door. So but it, you're also some of those other people that can be loud and laughing and having fun. We're all, I think we're all part of those groups. It just all depends. It depends on how no much offense taken work you got to do. Ever. I'm guilty of it. Absolutely. You I have to be. I mean, you got work to do. You got days you're a little bit slower. You're going to have some fun. That's called life. Yes. It's a game. You got to have fun at work sometimes. What's, what's, how does that game work again? The game of life? I'm trying to remember. It's not like Monopoly, right? It's very much like Monopoly. Is it? Yes. You, you spin, you, right? You spin a thing in the middle and you have a little car and you can go to college or you can draw your career card right away. Okay. I remember this now. Yeah. And then you stop, you graduate or you, uh, you stop, you get married, then you have a kid Potentially, that that one's not a guarantee. Well, you could have multiple on there, though. You could have multiple kids because they got all the little people for the car. Yeah, they got all the little thumb, or not even thumbtacks. They're uh, they're like nerds, candy. That's how big they are. Yeah, they're real small little yeah. people. You could lose them. And you go around. Sometimes I remember the game taking a lot longer. It feels like whenever I was younger. I recently played it, probably within the last six months. And well, I remember it was it, it flew by. I played like three games in the course of an hour. It's a lot faster than you used to think. Yeah. See, I thought it would take a while, and I said. Those those little those little people the little uh, like they were pink or blue yeah I remember when I was moving out to go to my college house we were taking a couch that specific couch I was getting to take with me and we'd pull the cushions out and there's those little people indicators those little pieces <laughs> small little <laughs> they escape from in, the box in, in the bottom of the couch and I'm going that's where they went so you were playing life with no well we had plenty of them. But it just was like, oh, okay, there's not, a throwback to 10 years ago. They're not crucial to the game. I mean, it doesn't help it you. It adds a visual, but they're not that, mandatory. That doesn't help you with. You got to buy stocks. This is the end of the day. You're supposed to try to retire. With the most money. With the most money. Yeah. Yes. Monopoly's better. 
Monopoly is better. Monopoly takes too long. Life oh. is the is the abbreviated version of Monopoly. Monopoly start at five o'clock, go to one a.m. That's too much time. That's Jeremy. awesome. That's too much time. Now Risk playing Risk for days. <laughs> See the thing about Monopoly versus Risk is I feel like you can get more strategy in Monopoly to where if you're actively in it and maybe you're trying to negotiate with some other players and you're trying to. Obviously, there's luck involved with the roll of the dice, but you can strategically try to play Monopoly. Risk, there's strategy there in the beginning, but then it all comes down to just another roll of the dice, to quote the great Bruce Springsteen. So I just don't know. I, I, I don't. To, to me, Risk got a little stale as time went on in the game. Sure. I, I as played Monop- Risk like two or three times in right. my life. As, as where Monopoly had the staying, kind of the staying power for me. I don't know. Uh, how Board we got games. on this topic, I do not know. We should do that. Um, we, should, we should have a little Monopoly night. I, I'm down for it. Can you believe I have the patience to sit through Monopoly? I am fascinated by the fact that you recommended starting a game at 5 o'clock and playing it till 1 a.m. I can stick with Monopoly. I, I mean, I'm I'm all in. I can't watch a two-hour movie sometimes because I just get distracted, but I, Monopoly, you are I'm all an in. enigma. I can't. Well, I'm just you, uh, you can't pin you can't pin Joe Strews down. You can't. That's right. That's right. He tries to keep you on your toes. That's right. Let's track the topics. Tracking the topics. Man, oh man, was it a dry week last week? But it was great. It, it was, was fantastic. Great. The weather. only thing falling from the sky was Adam's nine irons into the greens at Brookwood Golf Course. I genuinely was going to try and make it through this podcast without talking about golf. <laughs> it's just been a topic, and Adam. Adam. <laughs> Not all golfers out there play golf three times a week, and not all golfers go into the last hole. I don't want to talk about it. In the twenties, that wasn't the last hole. Okay, second to last hole. Yeah, you went. You played what? Seven holes with twenty nine strokes. Yes. Jeez. I was two over through. Wow. I was two over through eight, and then I hit the worst shot all day on. Nine. We were playing nine holes. I got a double bogey, so I shot 40. I'm still thinking about it. But anyways. Anyways. It's how the, the dry weather was helping the ball roll out a Correct. little bit more. Correct. And the greens were a little bit faster. I had, good, I had good pace on those greens. But we did get some much, much needed rain as we went uh, over the last couple of days here. We've seen some systems work their way through. We saw the rain that moved through early on Tuesday morning. That was a big relief in terms of getting rid of the humidity and bringing in some cooler air. So if you're tired of seeing temperatures above average pushing up into the 90s, you got your relief on Tuesday. And we're still seeing a little bit of that cooler weather for the middle part of this week. And it was on track to be the seventh driest June. We're coming into the last week of June here. Uh, one week exactly from the recording of this podcast until July 1st. And we were at a two and a half inch deficit for rain on this month. We've put a little dent into that. But we uh, we are thankful to see the rain and the cooler weather. It hasn't been bad from a forecast perspective. I mean, it's been pretty easy. About, yeah, I mean, when you're sitting there going hmm mostly sunny partly cloudy 
mostly sunny partly cloudy which one is it going to be today <laughs> that's a little bit of a different game than what times the storm's coming how much rain are we going to get what are the impacts going to be is this going to carry over into tomorrow what should i go 30 40 60 percent 80 percent you know what i mean yeah that's a completely different ball game than when you're walking in casually five minutes late maybe is that a All shot right. at no, that wasn't no, a shot. I was I five minutes late two Sundays ago. Okay. I know Nicholas is listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's just, it's a little, it's so much easier to come back in Sunday morning after forecasting Saturday when we had that stretch that was like, yep, it's just sky cover. That's all I got to worry about. It's, it was nice. It's, as we talked about whenever that was happening, it's nice to have that little break in terms of forecasting, but then it gets kind of dull after a while. You're like, okay, give me some rain. I need some rain to get, spice up this forecast. We've talked about that all the time for me, just going back to the winter. i got to have active weather. I, I just really struggle with – not struggle, but it just gets kind of bleh. I mean, Monotonous. you talk think – about, think about the stay-at-home order. Yeah. When you were home every day and it was the same exact thing and you couldn't do a lot, that's similar to me what 10 sunny days are in a row. Understandable. That's kind of how it felt. But we are in the dog days of summer. Already? We're, I mean, well, okay, well, the official beginning of summer was just a few days ago. It was I, last Saturday. I usually consider that to be more August. That's August. Yeah. So I'm trying to make a transition into baseball. This is the time that baseball season we'd be in the middle of baseball. We'd be yeah, getting close to the All-Star Coming game. up to the All-Star break, yeah. So we got good news yesterday. As of right now, yeah. it appears there is going to be some kind of baseball season. 60 games, uh, it's basically just going to be a, a splash and dash in terms of how many games are played compared to how many they usually have in a season. I'm skeptical still. I'm skeptical on all sports right now. Because I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm just happy there's plans. Right, right. They're trying to move forward. Obviously, we've talked PGA Tour, NASCAR, the two obvious things, and they are going. Oh, PGA has had several players in the last two days and, right. or their caddies test positive. Which is going to be really interesting moving forward. And you keep, we talked about it last week a little bit too. More and more every day, a couple of these pro teams, whether it be baseball, football, basketball, are having mini outbreaks within their locker rooms as, you know, guys are getting together to start training and stuff. That's where I think I'm obviously optimistic that there's been a deal reached with baseball. But I think we have to remember we're still in a pandemic. There's still yes. not a vaccine. There still is not something that says this will treat it. If I have a headache and I take Tylenol, it goes away. We don't have anything like that yet that says, I have the coronavirus here. I mean, you got a sinus infection, you take an antibiotic. Does it cure it today? No, it might take a few days, but we don't have that. They have certain understandings on how to go about treating it, but there's not a surefire way from what I understand. Right. So I think something's not 100%. That's why I'm still on the team sports that require contact and you're interacting with people around you, sweating, you know, I think that's going to be tough. Baseball for me, I don't know how you feel, but first baseman's here. All the players in the field are socially distant. They go in the dugout, though. They go in the dugout, which is interesting. How do you do that? And number two, if a pitcher throws a ball and then the catcher touches it, are you going to use a new baseball in every pitch? I mean, they kind of already do that. But First off, disclaimer, we're not doctors. We're not. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. So we're just talking about how – this is all going to work. Uh, I think that they're changing some of the rules. Like, I don't think the pitcher's allowed to, because there, there'll be pitchers that have this tick where they lick their hand. Right. And But they do have to wipe so they don't throw a spitball. Um, but I think they're trying to eliminate the you can't touch your 
can't touch your mouth between pitches or something like that. There's going to be some intricacies to the rules that are going to be adjusted here, I assume. They all have not come out yet. Uh, but we had some kind of semblance. I think all four major sports have a plan to return. Which is good. And like I, you talk about baseball, I think that's after golf and NASCAR, I think baseball is the next one that maybe I could start to see or at least believe. Because the NHL doesn't have an official start date yet. I think they hockey's going to be camp. really tough. I think it's going to be really tough. I mean, think about you're in a closed locker room. You're in an indoor venue. You've got – I mean, that's a very, very physical sport. I re- I'm not, I'm not optimistic about football either. I, They're optimistic, but I don't know. I just, it's going to be interesting because the NFL seems like it doesn't stop for anybody or anything. And Wimbledon. They seem like they're grinding. They're ready to go. When's Wimbledon? Is that going on? I think that that has also been uh, postponed to a later date. Last I heard, or I haven't heard much of anything. Cancelled. Cancelled completely. That's what this says. Cancelled. All right. I I just I was verifying. Yeah, you know, I understand. I didn't really realize the difference between the two. What Wimbledon? Well, well and, a, a postpone and cancelled. That's something uh, I postpone is happening at a later date. I, you'd always heard those terms with baseball growing up postponed but i guess if a game is postponed on a given night okay they canceled the game you know what i mean that's that's where i kind of coming into news i learned the difference between postponed and canceled certainly with the covid stuff just learning how what's the word how just how careful you have to be yeah going postponed or canceled just because there is a significant difference right postponed means we're going to have it at a later date so that's pretty interesting. I don't know. Maybe so not. We'll hopefully keep our fingers crossed that we have some kind of sports soon. Hopefully the ones that are out there will continue. Yeah, as long as as long as people are, are able to keep staying safe. I, I I they were talking about people wearing masks and obviously as people have started to get out a little bit more, uh the mask wearing from what I've seen has started to diminish. Uh but if you were told that you had to wear a mask to see a football season or for you to see a basketball season because you're bigger into basketball, would you immediately wear that mask everywhere you go? Because there's a lot of people that are diehard football fans that if you were guaranteed, of course nothing's a guarantee. So so what you're saying is in a hypothetical world, everything goes back to normal, we just have to wear masks? Yes. Yeah. No brainer. I'd wear a mask 24-7. If you're telling me that... We can go back to normal, and I have to put a little mask on that, A, stops my transmission of possibly a virus to a fellow human, and in turn, I've heard there's some new research where perhaps that is also not always decreasing your chances, but may help a little bit, just having something there. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, the science is out. Uh, is still out exactly on what, but in my mind, if you can wear a mask to protect yourself and the risk the biggest risk is that you're just inconveniencing yourself i'll wear the mask come on wear the mask wear the mask and we could go you know if that was if that was really the stipulations here you you wear a mask everybody wears a mask and we can go 100 percent back to normal why wouldn't you but we're not seeing that there's our uh, there's our soapbox that we just got on we'll uh, we'll step off of it and move into what the hell what the hell so it's 2020. 
and all you keep hearing as the year goes along is, oh, this is so 2020. Oh, this <laughs> thing's murder hornets. This is so 2020, the pandemic, everything we else got going on in the country right now, current events across the board. Well, from a meteorological perspective, we have dust coming into the atmosphere over the United States that comes from Africa. The Sahara. That's so 2020. This is something that happens pretty much every June and July. If you look at the map and you can see uh, satellite images and stuff of this dust cloud essentially making its way, what does it look like to you, Joe? Does it does it kind of look like a uh, the path a, a hurricane may take as it develops? Bit, a little bit. How it will work its way across to the Caribbean, into the Gulf, and then back up into the States? That's just how the flow is right? coming off of Africa. So we see this happen often. The, the, the thing that's different here is the quantity. It seems to be more than what we would typically see. But it's not something that is so out there that we need to put this in the realm of, oh, it's 2020. What's going to come next? Now, Saharan dust is a meteorological phenomenon that has been around. It will continue to be around. It's it's going to do a couple things for you here in Indiana as long as we get the right setup. Uh, essentially, you're going to get dust about 5,000 feet up in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little hazy-ish, and it's going to make the sunrises and sunsets epic. Pro. That's a pro. Epic. To the Saharan dust. There are some cons. The If you are sensitive to any kind of breathing issues, asthma, uh, if you even have, if you've had a history of lung disease or even heart disease, I think you're 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 going to feel some of the impacts of. Uh, it's harder to breathe. The air quality right. is going to decrease, and it might in in certain parts of the country, it might even be so bad that people that are healthy will have some breathing problems just because of the density and the increase of dust in the air around them. So if you are going to be getting out and about, this this is going to start to move through uh, this upcoming weekend into early next week is where we're going to see most of it. Uh, first off, look out for the good sunrises and sunsets. Be careful, though, on how long, if you're going to be exerting yourself outside, make sure to take plenty of breaks. And another pro is that this is dry air. Right. So it is limiting the potential for any kind of tropical development. Which is, I think, helpful on a year where we now have our fourth name storm. Dolly. Dolly. Hello, Dolly. In the northern Atlantic, or at least... Yeah, it's not going to be an impact. It's up. It's already... Northeast of the United States. Yeah. Uh, so that's four named storms not too far into hurricane season. Just a month. Which In which three of them happened before the start of hurricane mm-hmm. season. So it's not a bad thing that we're getting this dust plume to come through here and kind of limit the activity for a little bit. Because um, we already had a pretty active start to the season. So don't... The one thing I was trying to hold back from on Twitter last night is I'm seeing some people that I respect greatly. Oh, this is so 2020. Oh, here we go. This is what's coming from the summer. It was very hard. I did not comment. I did not tweet. I still might. I might put something out friendly just saying, don't worry about this too much. It's just an air quality alert sort of thing. Um, this is not 
It's not something to get hyped up over. This is not a pandemic, you know. So just be on the lookout for nice sunrises and sunsets. And again, if you're someone who has a reason to be concerned on an air quality alert day, we'll have heightened risk for that next week. Let's move on to our next what the hell topic. I don't know what this is. It says, on our rundown, I wrote down raining street. So first off, some background. Yes. Please. There is, in Dubai, six islands that are being constructed called the Heart of Europe. It's going to be located two miles from the coast of Dubai. Time out. They are building islands? It says based on six islands. I don't know if they're building the islands completely. Okay. I was very. I was a little confused there. Yeah. Sorry. Uh <laughs> They offer up a variety of European culture, dining, hospitality experiences across resorts, cafes, bars, boutiques, and entertainment. First off, this is $5 billion (laughs) is how much all of this is going to be costing. And it was launched in 2008, the first idea for this. So it's been in the works for a while. They're going to have the first underwater hotel with a gym and spa. First dedicated wedding hotel, world's first artificial rainy street. This street is going to have rain 365 days per year. What would wait, it be wait, like wait, 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 to live wait, on that street? Wait, 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 wait. Say that all again. It's going to have which part? So how? Wait, so it's raining above the street? Yes. So you're driving through a tunnel of rain. N- Essentially, yes. The, the, it's going to be set up to make it, it can either be a light drizzle and sprinkle, or it can be a heavy downpour. It's adjustable. It's going, and this street is always going to be kept at 27 degrees Celsius, which is right around 80, 81 degrees Fahrenheit, year round, no matter what season it is in the United Arab Emirates. And it's going to rain every day. Yes. And if it gets above 80 degrees, the water will be fed with cold water every time it rises above that temperature threshold to keep it right at 80 degrees. What would you, what do you think to be in there every day? It's like a shower. (laughs) Constantly shower. A shower that never ends. But it would heavy. What if you're there and you didn't anticipate there to be a heavy downpour? I I don't know how it's going to be regulated. Man, does that show up on weather radar? Probably not. It's probably too low. It's probably just going to be on a street. Right. It's probably it's probably below the beam height. But still. Wow. That's different. That was fascinating to read. You know what's interesting? The first thing I thought about when you said that, you know when you go to an aquarium, mm-hmm. some aquariums you can walk through, and you walk through like a section where you look up and you're underwater. It's like a clear tube around you, and you're looking up right at the fish and the water. That's kind of what I'm imagining is like a tunnel that you're driving through that's like always rain. Are they going to manufacture a cloud? No, I think it's going to be more um, – have you seen the pictures of that Vegas? I forget where it is where they can change the clouds and, and the atmosphere around you. It's a, it's a street. You can They can make it look like it's raining. It's been in movies. I've yeah. never been to Vegas, so I can't exactly tell you where it is. I know what you're talking about. But it, I think it's going to be kind of like that, where it's going to be open air, and maybe they are taking uh, water and launching it up hoses off the sides of the buildings and making it appear that it's raining. Hmm. 
It's like the misting machines that you can find at the zoos right. or amusement parks on a whole nother level for a whole street. It's going to be one kilometer long. Wow. But also, I'm kind of just, I'm kind of uh, trying to imagine what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to put this into words. Like, yeah, I think the best way to put it is you're in an aquarium and you look up and it's, you're under the water. That's kind of what it's like is you can always drive under a rain shower. That's yes. wild. I think this part is not going to be underground. There's a lot of underground things at right. this facility. Right. And I see what you're saying. It's not going to be underground. That's just the visual I'm giving yes. you. You're driving. I mean, I'd like to be the meteorologist for that street. Hey, uh, guys, today's weather is going to be, you guessed it, rain. Tomorrow? Rain. Next day? Rain. Oh, also, temperature. It's going to be uh, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Man, that guy, that guy or gal would be 100%. 100% yeah, every correct. That's what we strive for is 100%. Right. That's the ultimate gig. Well, we can't control the weather, so. I wonder if they're going to have a meteorologist if there's like hotel rooms on that street. That'd be funny. That is just literally the same thing replayed every single day. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Today's forecast is 80 with rain showers. It'd be like the Truman Show almost. <laughs> Today's forecast is 80 with a downpour around 1. But then we lighten it up by about one thirty. That's, I'm just, I would be very mad. I don't know how it's going to be regulated in terms of the varyingness of the intensity, but if I'm out there and it's just drizzling and I'm okay with just walking around in short sleeves and a light drizzle and it torrentially downpours, I would not be happy. It's like, there's like someone sitting behind in like a tower somewhere watching you walking through with your shirt and they're like, all right, turn the rain on. They were not prepared. They don't have an umbrella. Wow. Wow, that's a good find. That's a really good find there. This place also has Solarzik. the world's first outdoor snow plaza. I don't know how that's going to work. Well, Obviously, that, that temperature is going to be kept at a different level, too. That's the challenge is the temperature because you've seen... But it's outdoors. Like a lot of ski resorts, they can manufacture their own snow. Yes. That's something that has been conceptually... But... That, that works for me. You this know? isn't... This isn't in those colder climates or even on mountains. Well, but I mean, like we've seen, we've seen hockey games played. Yeah, in we Southern have California, where it was sixty degrees at the puck drop, and it, they kept the ice down at freezing level. It depends how big this area is for me to right gather an understanding because if it's a, if it's the size of a football field, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty big. I mean, if it's, it's the size of, say, where you go to have a, a quick lunch in a plaza that's probably 30 feet by 60 feet like or Fryman something Square. like that. Yeah, Fryman, Fryman Square. Square type-ish. Yeah. It, it, it's very interesting, and the fact that this is $5 billion is also absurd. Correct. But they got a lot of things. They're building things underwater. So that uh, I have to imagine that adds to the price tag. Hits and misses. Hits and misses. So we had uh, two larger misses. Yeah. One is a little bit more acceptable than the other, I would argue. Our Sunday temperature, I went back and looked. I, too, was in the mid-80s. Our high temperature on Sunday was 79. Yeah, I didn't change yours from the night before. Yep. So the reason being that we were off by that much was because Sunday we had periods of rain pretty much throughout the morning a little bit of a break for fort wayne and then heavier rain moved through off to the south during the evening the cloud cover though 
stuck around and kept us on the cooler side of things throughout the entirety of the day. We were hoping for a little bit of a break in that with some sun. Would have helped us get up a little bit higher, at least get into the 80s so it wasn't that big of a bust. But that's where we missed. Yeah, we had a little bit of sun in the morning, and we shot up from 68 to 75 in an hour. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're good. We're going to hit this thing. And then it just sat there at 75 for the next three hours. And the clouds just clouds, a little bit of isolated rain. I texted you and said, well, that's a bust. Yes, it was. And then Tuesday, we had a front working its way in here. And the timing on that over the weekend was varying greatly. If it was going to move through late Tuesday, late Monday night. So temperatures there were a little bit tricky. Uh, We had highs right around 80 degrees, if I remember, low 80s. 82, I believe. And then I think I might have taken it down to 81 for Sunday night. Regardless, our high temperature on Tuesday was very, very low compared to that. Where did we get? We got like in the mid-70s. And that's one of those things that it's just, it's frustrating because that's one of our limitations. If that thing comes through six hours earlier, well, we might rebound, you know? We might have a little less northwesterly influence, and we might be able to kind of rebound back to the upper 70s, you know? But the fact that it moved through probably mid-morning hours, I think was the last little band, and that was the final front that moved through, was the fact that we weren't going to rebound. That was the colder air rushing in. Remember, Tuesday afternoon was pretty breezy. So we were uh, we were pretty much toast there on that forecast. Correct. Our hits, though, we're still going to enjoy the glory of the quiet, easy weather pattern. The end of last week, we we were pretty on fire up to last podcast recording last Wednesday. We continued that hot streak into Thursday, Friday, and even into Saturday before that front worked its way in here on Sunday to give us those rain chances, and then we obviously had the miss that we just mentioned. Yeah, I think, you know, what we're proving is if it's an easy weather day, we're doing very well, which I know that sounds kind of funny, but when it – the other thing I would say is when it is a very active weather day, we're doing very well. It's these middle days where it's not really easy, but it's also not too hard. But it's just like one variable of low-level moisture sticks around. That's what it really is. It's always the low-level moisture that keeps some clouds around. That's just so hard to determine given the Great Lakes in the area. That's what. That's where we have our big misses. And it's a consistent miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always, it, it, and not we're always, but one of our big misses is always, hey, it was that lake, Great Lakes inversion that just kept the moisture around and we couldn't rebound. Yeah, we're having we're having similar things with this week and the weather pattern. We got moisture in place. We just don't know if there's going to be enough of a trigger during the afternoon to give us some isolated showers. I think we both had a chance for rain on Wednesday, today, and it's not really going to formulate. But we do still have chances for the remainder of the week just to have an isolated shower pop up. Right. Because it's just that kind of pattern that we're in, that summer-like pattern where we see pop-up showers and storms develop with just a little bit of lift just need a little bit of a push and we'll get that rain chance and we want to make sure you guys are also aware that we have that chance so don't don't let it ruin your day don't let it ruin your plans but just don't get mad whenever it also 
does have a pop-up shower. Hopefully you're more like, oh, there's the one shower in the area popped up right over top of me. Thanks, Adam and Joe and the Wayne 15 Live Doppler 15 Fury weather team for the heads up. That's right. You ready to check the inbox? I was always ready. This is a great question. Fantastic question. Here it is. It's the past the forecast inbox. So this question actually comes into our inbox from my mother. She asked me the other day, I have a weather question for you. I said, hit me with it. But you'll have to listen to the podcast to find out the answer. There you go. Yeah. So I I gave my mother the, uh, the TVTs there. She wants to know, why are some days cloudier than others? That's a very open question. It all comes down to relative humidity and moisture in the atmosphere. Which is basically what we just touched on briefly there. Low-level moisture can stick around. It can linger. We don't have an upper-level pattern to move it out. It's going to stick around, and that's even though we're going to have those temperatures that are sitting uh, on the cooler side of things, we will also have very little in terms of sun to help warm us up. Generally... Generally, you got your upper-level clouds, and you know what those look like. Those are the thin, wispy clouds way up in the sky. Those aren't going to be too much of an issue for us in terms of cloud cover. On your more sort of think about your summer afternoons, you get the fair-weather clouds. Those are mid-level clouds, alto cumulus, if you will. Those are also not going to generally impact your temperatures too much. Those just kind of come from having some moisture in the air and a little bit of instability. And the, and they those could result in some rain chances. They could, they absolutely. They that's, could. That's, as we get into the heat of the day, you can start off on a perfectly sunny day and in the afternoon. We saw it last weekend where on Saturday where you start off with lots of sun. In the afternoon, we saw some clouds pop up. And then you've got low-level clouds like you're talking that are just... <sighs> Those are your super cloudy days, generally. I mean, you could have mid-level clouds, rather, that stick around all day and kind of limit the sunshine coming in. But it's the low-level cloud deck, stratus deck, that's just a monster. And that's where we, as we just discussed also, have our biggest busts. That's where we have issues. Because if we know that it's going to be there, we can obviously forecast for it and understand that it's going to be there throughout the day. And we'll adjust our temperatures accordingly. It's the days where... One, it sticks around longer than we thought, and it results in our temperatures being cooler than what we were thinking. Or two, it's there to start the day, and we think it's going to be there all day, and then it just, drier air moves in, eats away at it. We get sun earlier, that results in us getting warmer than what we thought we were going to be. Exactly. So great question there, Melissa. All about the amount of moisture in the air. I said Melissa, but I'll say... Great question there, Adam's mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Cheryl, if you're listening, I know you are. Send one in. That's my mother. You can send them in to pastoftheforecast at wayne.com. You don't have to be either of our moms. You can send them in. True that. If you have any kind of question or hit us up on social media, leave us a review and rating. And also be prepared for next week's episode. Very special and exciting show coming up. I'll tell you this. We had a guest on a couple of shows back, a very special guest. We've got another one lined up. You're not going to want to miss it. No, you are not. Well, we'll see you next time as we try and be... 60. 
60% right about the weather this week. This has been Pass the Forecast Podcast from Wayne 15.